Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. In Exodus chapter 3, the Lord finds Moses via the burning bush. God then commissions Moses to be the mediator between himself and the people of Israel so that the people may be set free. Moses is reluctant and more than hesitant. In Exodus 4 to 11, Moses says to God, Please, Lord, I have never been eloquent, neither recently nor in time past, nor since you have spoken to your servant, for I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. The Lord then said to Moses, Who has made man's mouth, or who makes him mute or deaf, or seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? In Exodus 4.12, God then says, Now then go, and I, even I, will be with your mouth and teach you what you are to say. All the servants that God chooses are imperfect. They are all deficient in some way, and some may have a very honest appreciation of what they naturally cannot do. Moses tells God, I have never been eloquent. In other words, he says, Lord, I speak slowly and foolishly. Eloquent oration is not one of my strengths. God's response is not to bargain with Moses. He doesn't have a discussion about the merits of Moses' assessment. God commands Moses to go and speak. Because God is the one who is sending Moses, God will equip and supply his servant with everything he needs. Yes, Moses may have a slow tongue, but who made his tongue? Yes, he may lack confidence, but what is there to fear if God is with him? Yes, Moses may lack fluency, but God plus any deficiency always equals a surplus. I'll be frank. We live in a day and age when people do not appreciate the value of words. They spew out endless words while saying nothing at all. This devalues every syllable that is uttered, so perhaps Moses not speaking too well wasn't such a burden after all. Regardless, God commands Moses to go and speak. The words that Moses would speak would not be slow words from a slow human tongue. They would be divine words from the divine tongue. Every word that proceeds from the mouth of God is more valuable than gold, is more refined than silver, and is sweeter than the drippings of the honeycomb. God commands Moses to go and speak because what he will be speaking has nothing to do with human wisdom or philosophy. What he will speak has God's power behind it and therefore every word uttered is effectual. Every word will not return to the Lord void and will accomplish everything that God has purposed it to do. God's word is what brought all of creation into existence and when God commanded Moses to go and speak, that same creator stood with him. Notice the order of God's instruction in our theme verse. In Exodus 4.12, God tells Moses to go and then he will be Moses' mouth. The text says, Now then go, and I, even I, will be your mouth and teach you what you are to say. God wants Moses to get moving right now, and when he gets to work by faith, God will teach him in the process. Hence, we learn to speak by speaking. We learn to preach by preaching. No one ignites pulpits on fire just by reading books about preaching. 
We learn to swim by swimming. No one figures this out, spectating on the beach. We learn to persevere by persevering. No one can remain under by always remaining above the problems of real life. We learn to fight by fighting. We learn to evangelize by evangelizing. We learn to do by doing. God commands Moses to go and speak. So once Moses takes the first step in obedience, God is faithful to empower his faithful servant. Our theme verse looks forward to a time when Moses will come face to face with Pharaoh, the leader of Egypt. Pharaoh represents the powers of the world who count heads, weigh forces, and size a person up based on what they can see. There is therefore nothing more despicable in Pharaoh's eyes than an old man who bumbles his words. Yet, when God commands one of his own to go and speak, Pharaoh should worry. They should worry because even those who are slow of speech speak for omnipotence. Indeed, the Pharaoh should not worry about the stammerers. They should very much worry about the God who stands with the stammerers. What does the historical account in the Bible tell us? That Moses did go and he did speak. God used Moses as the mouthpiece that spoke into reality ten plagues. God also used Moses as the mouthpiece to speak into reality how the people of Israel were to survive the last plague, and that was by the blood of the Lamb. In Exodus 4.12, God tells Moses to go and speak. But how does this apply to us today? We should now go and speak for Christ. Stop worrying about what you cannot do. Simply trust in the Lord who makes all impossibilities possible. Go and speak means that we should all speak for Jesus as if he means everything to us. That we should speak for Christ with conviction, power, boldness, confidence, and assurance, knowing that the Lord of Lords has already been crowned King. This is already Christ's kingdom, so He is with us when we go out to speak about Him. God tells us in Exodus 4.12, Now then go, and I, even I, will be with your mouth and teach you what you are to say. If God says go, we go. If God says speak, we speak. If God says he will teach us, he will not back away from that promise. When God told Moses go and speak, the result was the fall of an empire and the liberation of a people. Let us then go and speak for Jesus, and by his might, satanic strongholds will fall, and the elect will be set free to go and speak for the liberator. Thank you for listening. For more valuable resources, including a bookstore and online Bible study, visit wcsk.org.